and welcome to This Week on Premier Skills English. My name's Rich. And my name's Jack. And we're here to talk about football and help you with your English. The Premier League season has finished, but there are still lots of football stories to talk about. We're going to choose a story from the world of football and we're going to pick out some interesting vocabulary. These stories might be about a football match we've seen or something connected to football or a Premier League club or player. This week I've selected a story and we'll talk about it a little and then we'll look at some interesting vocabulary from the article. We'll then play a language game for you. You need to try to guess some words or phrases before I do. If you're listening to us for the first time, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify or wherever you may be listening to us. And, of course, you can listen to us on the Premier Skills English website, where you'll also find the transcript so you can read and listen at the same time. And there are free activities to help you understand. Before we look at this week's story and language, we want to give you the answer to last week's football phrase and congratulate those of you who got it right. HSN from Turkey was the first with the right answer on the website last week. So, well done to you, HSN. The correct answer was reduced capacity. So, well done if you got it right. Have another listen. Last week's football phrase was reduced capacity. On the BBC website, it says that Premier League clubs are able to have fans watch matches, but the stadiums can only open with reduced capacity because of COVID-19 restrictions. This is better than having no fans at all, but I'm looking forward to the atmosphere you get when a stadium is full. At the end of the show, we'll have a new football phrase for you. Okay, you may have already guessed the story I've chosen to speak about this week. It's the Euro 2020 final that was won by Italy in a penalty shootout. How are you feeling about this, Rich? Down, disappointed, slightly depressed, but more than anything, tired. Really tired. Yes, a penalty shootout is just an awful way to lose a match. Never mind a whole tournament. It started so well too. I really thought we were going to do it. I really thought we were going to win. Yeah, it, it was a dream start, wasn't it? With Luke Shaw scoring a great goal. We played really well in the first half, but Italy came back into it in the second half and were much better. I think we were just a bit too defensive. And... A shout out to Chelsea's Jorginho and Emerson, who are now champions of Europe with club and country. It's been a great couple of months for those two. It's difficult to say at the moment, but the better team won the match. I agree, but we'll be back. England have got a very young team and we'll be 
more experienced next time. And getting to a final is definitely something to shout about too. It's time to look at a bit of language from the article on PremierLeague.com that Jack read about, about uh, the Euro 2020 final. We're going to play a game, a language game. I've chosen six words from the article and Rich has to ask me questions and try to guess what they are. But I can look at the article, right? Yes, of course. You can ask a maximum of 10 questions and then if you haven't got the answer, I'll tell you what it is. And our listeners can play at home. See if you can guess the word before I do. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see definitions pop up on the screen. I won't be able to see these definitions, only you. And for the people who are listening to the podcast, I'm going to read you the definition each time to give you a clue. But Rich won't hear the definitions. They're just for you listeners. Okay, word number one. I'm looking at an adjective in the article. And the definition is having won a game or competition. Right, an adjective. Is it a positive adjective or a negative adjective? Uh, It's a positive adjective. Okay, uh, a positive adjective. Does it, does it describe feelings? Um, no, no, it doesn't describe feelings. Okay. Um, is it used to describe uh, places? Nope, it's not used to describe places. Okay, so it doesn't describe feelings, doesn't describe places. Do we use this adjective to describe uh, objects? Um, yeah, kind of, yes. You, do, you, you, do, you use it to describe things, yes. All right, so can we use it to describe equipment? No, that's five questions. No, you can't use it to describe equipment. What about, what about clothes? Um, nope, nope, I don't think so. All right, um, do we use it to describe people then? Yes, yes, you can definitely use it to describe people. Okay, uh, what, what about players? Um, yeah, you can use it to describe players. In this article, it's not used to describe players, but um, in some sports, you could use it to describe players. Okay, but the, the players, so does it describe the team then? Does it describe the team? It does describe the team. That's nine questions, Rich. You've okay, got one so, more question. Uh, okay, so is it it's positive is a positive adjective so i imagine it's the the italian team that's been described yeah is that your final question yeah it is it's the italian yes. team that's been described okay all right i think i can see it in the article the adjective is victorious victorious Ooh, well done yes <laughs> all right I'll, I'll read out the sentence from the article italy emerged victorious to win their second european championship Okay, word number two. This time I'm looking at a verb in the article. And the definition is to score a goal that makes the score level. Right, a verb. Um, let's think about the, the subject of the verb. Is the, is the subject a player? Um, no, it's not an individual player. 
okay if it's not an individual player is it is it one of the teams it is yes it's one of the teams okay is there is the subject the, the italian team yes the subject is the italian team all right and is the word something that they did on the pitch um yes yes it's something that they did on the pitch and it is it an action can you can you see it happen it it is an action but it's not something you can see directly you see something okay. that leads to this happening right and when did it happen did it did it happen in the first half no it happened in the second half okay so what happened in the second half let's have a look okay i can see it in the article yeah the verb is equalize yep that's right all right equalize i'll read out the sentence from the article italy equalized on 67 minutes through leonardo benucci i think that was much easier you got that in about five questions okay that's just because i'm good at it <laughs> okay word number three um this time i'm looking at a noun and the definition is a person who's admired for doing something brave right a noun okay so it's a it's a thing uh, is it something i can see uh yes you can see it it so it's not a person um is it a person it, it is a person okay you can see people <laughs> can't you <laughs> yeah that's very true i can't see people usually <laughs> is it a player um yes it's a player all right and um okay important players in in the game i suppose is it used to describe the the player of the match um yes i think it is yes all right so i can see that the player of the match was the italian goalkeeper gianluigi donnarumma so the answer is goalkeeper no it's not goalkeeper but you're close you're on you're on the right track okay i'm just looking further down further down the page i can see it now the noun is is hero that's right yes hero uh, i'll read out what it says in the article the match ended 1-1 after extra time and goalkeeper Gianluigi Donnarumma was the Italian hero. Okay, well done. Let's move on. Word number four. Um, this time I'm looking at another noun in the article. And the definition is a way of deciding the winner when both teams have the same score at the end of a game. Okay, let's try to do this a little bit more quickly a noun so it's it's a thing it's is it used to describe a player again uh nope it's not a player this time is it something we use on the pitch is it equipment like a ball or a whistle nope it's not equipment you don't use it on the pitch don't use it okay is it something football players wear um nope it's not clothes but we can see it is it something we can see it's something you can watch quite a clue oh, you can watch it all right okay uh is it like a something a time period is it like the first half you can watch the first half no it's not it's not a time period okay uh does it happen at the end of a match it happened at the end of this match 
Not every match. Okay, all right. I can see it, I think. <laughs> it's uh, shootout. Is it shootout? Yeah, that's right. Well done. All right, I'll read out what it says. It says, in the shootout, Pickford twice saved from the spot, including from Jorginho, but it was to no avail as Italy emerged victorious. Well done. You're doing very well so far. Um, I've got them all right. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if people watching are guessing these words before you do. Let us know in the in the comments section if you're getting them faster than Rich does. Okay, word number probably, five. Probably. This time I'm looking at a verb, and the definition is to stop an opponent's shot from going in the goal. Okay, so if it's a, a verb again, let's think about the the subject. Uh, is it is the subject of the sentence a player? Um, yes, this time the subject is a player. Right. Uh, okay, if the verb it might be a striker, is it a striker? Mm, nope, it's not a striker. Okay, so the verb's not going to be score. Let me keep looking. Okay, is it is the subject the goalkeeper? A goalkeeper. Y- Yes, it's the goalkeeper. All right, so it's something that goalkeepers do. Should be quite straightforward. I can see this sentence here. John Stones had a header tipped over the bar. Is it to tip over? Nope, it's not to tip over. No, I think it's a bit easier than that. Okay, maybe maybe this one. Is it is it save? It is. Yes, the verb save. Okay. Yeah, and it's the same sentence. In the, in the shootout, Pickford twice saved from the spot. Yes, it, yes, well done. It was in the same sentence. Well done. Okay, the last one. Word number six. Okay, this is the last one we're going to look at, and it's a bit tough, this one. Um, this time, I'm looking at another noun. And the definition is feelings of great sadness. Okay, um... Do we use it to, de- to describe a person? Um, no, nope. It's not a. It's not a person. It's not. Sorry, yeah. So not to describe a person. It's not a person. Uh, is it something? You've said it's more difficult. So I'm going to guess. Go for an abstract noun. Is it? Is it an abstract noun? Um, yes, it is. It is. All right. And are we talking about? feelings does it describe a, a feeling like I don't know, disappointment or something oh i thought you had it already yes it does describe a feeling but it's not disappointment it's not disappointment no um all right is it is it easy as in it has like an adjective adjective form so it's like happiness and happy or something like that uh no there isn't an adjective form from this one hmm is it is it a positive thing or negative thing? Uh it's it's a negative thing. Okay. So it's being used to describe England players and fans rather than Italian ones, right? This feeling. England players and fans, definitely. All right. I think I can see it. It's near the beginning of the article. Is the is the answer heartache? That's right. Well done. You've got it. <laughs> And it probably does describe my feelings as well. Heartache. I'll read out what it says from the article. England suffered heartache in the final of UEFA Euro 2020 after they lost 3-2 on penalties to Italy. Okay, here are our questions for you this week. We want you to use the language we've introduced. 
and use it in the comments section at the bottom of the page or on YouTube if that's where you're listening. Question one, who is your football hero? Question two, has your team ever been involved in a penalty shootout? Question three, when was the last time your team suffered heartache in a tournament? Question four, which goalkeeper would you trust to save penalties in an important match? Question five, which player equalised for Italy in the Euro 2020 final? And question six, which other country was victorious in a big football tournament last weekend? Write all your answers in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website or on YouTube. Okay, our football phrase. If you've not listened to the podcast before, every week we set our listeners a challenge. We explain a football phrase or word and you have to guess what it is. You'll hear this football phrase in every podcast we release this week, so you don't have any excuse to miss it or not to have a guess. When you know the answer, go to the podcast page on the Premier Skills English website, Apple Podcasts or YouTube and write the word or phrase in the comments. If you're correct, we'll announce your name on next week's podcast. So what is this week's football phrase, Rich? This week's football phrase is... At the moment, there's lots of... in the newspapers and online. This phrase is used to describe rumours about which players are signing for which clubs and things like that. If you have a football phrase you'd like us to use in the podcast, just get in touch and let us know. Right, that's all we have time for now. But we'll be back later this week on Apple Podcasts and Spotify with the Premier Skills English Podcast, which will be about looking for a place to live. Don't forget to write your guesses in the comments below. And if you get it right, we'll announce your name on next week's podcast and live on YouTube. Before we finish, we just wanted to say that we hope you found this lesson useful and we hope all of you stay fit and healthy. Bye for now and enjoy your football. Thank you.